y'all. <laughs> start the show. Hey everybody, this is Dr. E, you know, just sitting here chilling out with a good friend of mine. But before I get into it, I just thought that this would be a good time to kind of talk about retirement and travel. You know, it is 4th of July. We tell people happy 4th of July, 4th of July weekend. And I was like, okay, Dr. E, 4th of July does not apply to African Americans. You know, we this is, you know, we already did Juneteenth. So you know, 4th of July, what can you say about that? And I was like, absolutely nothing. However, however, the, the, the thing that we get out of 4th of July more so is going to be time with family and friends and uh, an opportunity to do some traveling. That's the reason why. That's right. That's right. That's the reason why <laughs> I decided to go there. Um, Debbie, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, everybody. I'm Debbie. They call me Debbie, but my name is Deborah Carter, and I'm 62 years old. I'm retired after working 35 years. Back in 2013, I retired, and that's when my journey really began. See, I always liked to travel. Even when I was working, when I was raising my kids, we always went somewhere. But since retiring, my travel had went to a whole new level up until last year, of course, 2020 with the COVID hit. So I'm looking forward to 2022. 2021, I'm going to get a little travel in, but it don't really count because it's not really like traveling to different places outside of the country. But yes, that's my story and I'm sticking to it and I'm living my best life. Okay, so you sat there and you just said 32 years. You was working for 32 years before you retired. 30, 30, 32. No? 35. 35. 35? 35 years is a long time to devote to a job, a company. I mean, some of us are having a hard time devoting 15 minutes. I mean, but I have this question for you, Debbie, because, you know, a lot of people are thinking about retiring. They're in that season of retiring, and I guess I want to know, what's retiring scary for you? Well, you know what, Dr. E? To say that it wasn't, I wouldn't really be telling the truth. Um, but prior to retiring, I started preparing myself, preparing my mind, asking the Lord to give me the strength to walk out that door. It's not easy. And a lot of people take even longer to make that move because they are uncertain to what's going to happen with the rest of their life. But for me, I did it because my grand, my first grandchild was born in 2012. And so I knew that I wanted to be where she was because I was in another state. And so that made it a little bit easier for me. But it was a mental thing. It's a mind thing. You have to get your mind ready to walk out that door. Interesting. I'm going to ask you to um, elaborate on that in just a little bit before we get into having your mind right. Because, you know, that's going to speak to purpose. And it's interesting from transitioning from one purpose um, mm -hmm. into another. But... What about financially? Because some of the things that scare people is trying to deal with the finances after they retire. So what, what preparation, what plans? How did you feel financially? Okay, so financially, I'm not really the person to go there because I was whittled at a young age. I was 26 when my husband passed. 
And I learned how to, to lean on the Lord, to believe his word, to trust in his word, I shall say, from that age on. So I never was one that got stuck on financial because I know he always have and always will take care of me. So that wasn't a factor for me. Did I have a lot of money saved? No, I did not. Do, do I think I needed more? Everybody can say they need more money, but it's just like having a baby. They'll tell you, I'm going to say that start my family. Well, if that's what you're waiting on, you'll never start it. Same with retirement. If you're waiting to have enough money to retire, you may never retire. So sometimes you have to just step out on faith. You know what? I hear you on that. It's interesting because some of my kin folks and I was just talking about recently how you can plan, plan, plan for something and still realize that you haven't planned enough. You know, I don't think it's, a, you know, it's wrong to have some type of game plan. I don't think it's wrong to do that, you know, and mm -hmm. I think some of that is just going to be, like you say, just a type of mental security. Mm -hmm. So, you know, because I talk to people about, you know, finances and just, you know, setting goals. But I right. think that it's just so that you can be mentally secure and also so you can have some type of some type of resources to lean on. Because as we know, when you do retire, you know, it gets it gets tight sometimes. Yeah, it can get tight sometimes. But again, you have to know that when you retire, you just just have to shift some things you, you have to shift your mindset because you unless you have abundance of money saved up to be able to live exactly as you live when you were working Mm -hmm. then you want to say have that amount of money saved but as we all know in an instant anything can happen and even all that can change so what is enough you'll never know what enough is so if you if you're staying in a job trying to get enough well you have to weigh out what's more important to you your quality of life after you walk out that job how much longer do you anticipate on living because nobody knows how long they have to live or are you just saying I want my quality of life. So I'm retired. Thank God I've been able to do some things. I don't know how long I have left, but I pray to God it's a little bit longer, a lot longer, mm -hmm. so that I can, and, and my health holds up, my body holds up, that I can continue to do what I like to do, and that's travel. You know what? It's interesting because a lot of people do work until they all broken down. We give, like I said, these um, companies all our life, and I think that it's important, you know, to try to live as much as you can now, even in the midst of working how did you yeah. know it was time for you to retire like how did you you know because a lot of people are trying to figure out is it now should i push it back a couple of more months how did you know it was time well where i was working i worked for the post office and they had offered an early out like back in 209 that's when i started preparation because i knew that sooner or later it was going to come again and it was going to hit me and I had a choice to make. Mm -hmm. I could have stayed until I was 55, which would have been a year and a half longer or when a year longer, I shall say, and or leave then. So by me preparing myself, I was ready to go. But like I said, by my granddaughter being born the year before, and I knew I wanted to transition here to Texas, it was no, a no-brainer for me. It was like, you know what? I'm out of here. I'm gone. And literally, Dr. E, I officially retired February 1st, 2013. May 25th, 2013, I was here. So you can see my mind was made up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. You talked about, you talking about your grandbaby. And so I guess I want to know, you know, a lot of people define themselves by their jobs. I mean, I feel 
feel like you were very lucky because of the fact that you were work, like you said, working for the post office. And a lot of time when you have government or government retirement, you know, you put in federal, whatever, federal government, mm -hmm. state government, you put in so much time. And after a lot of amount of time, you get the opportunity to retire no matter what your age is. Whereas for a lot of people, it's by the years of being at a company and then with companies being, um, a little fickle at this time yeah. it's like you there's no guarantee that you know you will have that same job 10 15 yeah. years later to retire from the get-go so i think that's the reason why you know i still focus on trying to be as prepared as possible mm -hmm. but you know again you can try to prepare and you know depending on external factors that you cannot control you know right so right. a lot of people like i said focus on their purpose to be their job what it is they do for a living okay the question is how do you see your purpose today now that you have retired mm -hmm. okay so my purpose today is living my best life although it's about my grandchildren my children but it's also about me because i gave my all to my children like i said i was widowed at 26 so i did what i had to do there my grandchildren yes i'll help out with them where i can but when it's time for for, for debbie to do me i don't feel no kind of way but it's time to pack my bags and go uh, I, I i i try to give back to the church you know the community where i can you know i'm just free it's a it's an awesome feeling to be free. And so many times, like you said, different jobs, you can get wrapped up in positions or whatever, and you find it hard to walk away from that. Mm -hmm. And but just know when you when you make up your mind and you transition out of corporate America or whatever job that you have, it's a freedom in that. Yeah. You know, that that you can just exhale and just live the rest of your life, you know, however long, because no one knows how long you can be in perfect health and one day and then the next day you go to the doctor and your whole system is just not what it was the day before mm -hmm. you know and so a lot of times people don't realize that and you'll tell yourself well, i'm gonna work on uh, nah, I'm, I'm good i can work until i'm 70 75 you know okay but every day you're getting closer like i'm way over here <laughs> i'm on the other side of the hill and so you when you acknowledge that and it just depends everybody's different some people don't need to be free some people need to always feel that position you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. always be in that mode of management that's their life and it's okay that's that's the key dr e be okay with whatever makes you happy mm. let me tell you i get i can get with that i can get with that but at the same token there's times and seasons in people's life where they didn't want it to end you know, when we start talking about careers and stuff, they didn't want it to end. And sometimes, you know, you were lucky because you made a decision that you were done and you were able to call your own shot mm -hmm. in regards to saying, hey, I'm, here go my paperwork, I'm out of here. But there's a lot of people who get pushed out of jobs or they told, hey, we, you know, we let your position go. Or it's time for you to retire. Yes. We offer you the package. We go. I mean, they just don't get the same the same mm -hmm. opportunity in order yes. to do that. So it's interesting. 
interesting. Um, something I want to hit on because you talk about living your best life. And I think that that is good at the retirement age, but I also think that it's good at any age to live your best life. And the most interesting thing is I have a lot of people um, who focus on wanting to live, but don't know how they deal with what we call hodophobia. And that is like a fear of traveling. Okay. Yes. And that's a, it's a fear. You want to go, you got the mind to go, but you, you got a fear of traveling alone. You are uh, being separated from, from, from loved ones. What if something happened? What about, you know, the different modes of transportation? Some people say, Oh, I'm afraid to fly. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, to the point that people are having like panic attacks. So I guess I want to ask you, were you ever afraid to travel? I wasn't ever afraid to travel, but I was in a place maybe where I would have been a, at one time afraid to travel alone. Now, let me make it clear, Dr. E, I have not been a like if I'm traveling out of the country or whatever, I have never done that alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I ever will get to that place, but just like I had to run to Florida for a funeral, I was I went by myself, mm-hmm. all by myself. And there was a time when I was younger, yeah, that probably would have been a problem for me. You know what I mean? It was it wasn't something that was just in me that oh okay I'm going by myself. If I don't have nobody go with me, I go by myself. No, that wasn't the case. But I can go back in my life and see how the Lord started grooming me to be able to get to that place. See, in life you have to get to a place where you are able to do things by yourself if need be. Because truly, if you don't get to that place, it's a hindrance to you to a certain extent. You know what I mean? Because if you want, if you want to go somewhere, you you look around and nobody that you know want to go with you either going to stay home or you're going to go and so I'm glad I'm at that point in my life you know what I'm gone and so when I started traveling a few years back I was by myself you know I, nobody that I knew was with me so I had to meet a whole new group of people that I love today they're my travel family and they're just like our family and so I made a decision this is what I want to do and these are going to be the people that I'm going to do it with and I have a good time but I had to be open to to be able to do things that you didn't normally do. And so once you get to a certain point in your life, then I think most people, not most, but a lot of people make a decision. Either stay the same or do something with things. yourself. Mm-hmm. No. Okay, so wait a minute now, but you retired. Tell me, tell me how you how you traveling on a budget now, because I imagine there's a, a budget put in place for retirement. So give me some insight on what in the world, because we, we always say we want to do it, but we can't fit it in. It's so expensive. So how are you doing it, considering that you retired? That's a, that's even a, a little bit more of a decrease in budget. <laughs> Let me tell you, had it not been from COVID, from 2018 to 2020, I was, you know, I was traveling back to back. To yeah, back you were. Well, the Lord placed me into a travel club that was awesome. But COVID happened, so now we have merged to another, um, with another company, and our travel is coming back. And so that's why I say in 2022, I'll pick up my cross and bear it again. But yeah, up until that point, there are things out there that you can connect with that can, where you can travel. And I mean, when I tell you top of the line, feeling like rich and famous traveling, that was me. Okay. You couldn't tell me for that little five days that I was at the all inclusive that I wasn't rich and famous, <laughs> you know? So that's what I did. I, the Lord connected me with something and I jumped in and I never regretted it and I'm looking forward to the future. Okay, okay. So you being an African American woman because you're talking about you jumped in, you started traveling, you being an African American woman, 
I guess I want to know about how you address some of the limitations that we have when it comes to travel. Let me explain that a little bit more. So a lot of times we as African-Americans, we feel a little limited by not only our finances, but also mm-hmm. by being welcome. We wonder mm-hmm. where can we go? Because, you know, we don't want anybody to, to chop us up in little pieces, I guess you could say. <laughs> so we just kind of, you know, we're afraid to step out. Like, all right, you, have, you know, have you seen any black people there? I mean, so like sometimes we do ask that question, you know, so that we can feel some type of a comfort level. So as an African-American woman, I guess I want to know, did you ever feel that you were unwelcome or how do you address the feeling of being unwelcome in certain countries? Well, so far, I must say that I never felt any different or any kind of way afraid or anything. But you got to understand with the travel club I was in, everything is already prepared for you. You'll come and you're as a group kind of sort of. You don't have to just stay with the people if you don't want to, but you do have that security. Everything is already planned out, even down to your excursion. So I never, ever felt different or not welcomed, you know, or afraid. And so that's the good thing of traveling with the travel club or with a group of people. So you don't have to worry about that. Everything is already checked out, worked out. You just go give your name and they give you your keys to your very nice room. <laughs> I know that's right. I like very, very nice rooms. I'm telling you, you know, doctor, you like to stay nice. I'm, I like yeah. to be comfortable. I got a little booze side. I do peanut butter and then I do lobster. I don't even, you know, I know right? I have to do either, whichever one, whichever one my budget allowing for at that moment. <laughs> now, it sounds like you really recommend travel clubs. I guess I want to know how in the world did you find this travel club? How do you recommend other people finding a travel club? I mean, what made you reach out to them? Tell us what that's about. No, actually for me, I was invited to see something by a friend from church, actually. And I went and I didn't know what it was, but I knew that it was something and I had already made up my mind that I was going to gracefully bow out. (laughs) (laughs) But as I sat there and I began to see what what it was from the moment it started to the moment it ended, I looked at my mom because I took her with me and I'm like, this is what I've been looking for. Mm -hmm. See, everybody, it might not be for everybody, but a retired person on a fixed income wanting to travel. Yes, that was something that I wanted to do. So I jumped in. At first, I didn't I didn't travel right away. Right. But when I did get started, it was just the best thing. And so for people who really don't have a lot of people that like to travel, you know, you love to travel. Yeah, so this is okay for you. But people like me, retired and just want to get with somebody but don't want to be by myself. It's just, it's just the best thing. How do you find it? I don't know. I didn't find them. They found me I just like was open to it and a lot of are not open to it you know they might even join a travel club but never use because they're not sure if it's real you know who wants to book a trip and get somewhere and it's not what they I said don't, it was. I don't, right I don't. so a lot of people their mind is like mm, I don't really know I don't trust it but when I tell you it was way more than I ever expected I was treated to things that I would not have known to do for myself yeah. so it was you know so I just trusted the person who invited me in and just went from there it fell in your lap it, it fell, fell in, in my lap, lap. yeah, yeah. and it, and it was right on time it's interesting because it seemed like after you heard about it you knew how to 
how to make it work for you, you know, yes. and I think that's what it's about, no matter what kind of information that you get, you got to learn how to make it work for yes. you, you know, yes. so um, places that you visited, I don't know, give us some highlights of some of the places that you found that you enjoyed. Okay, so, so far, most Mexico, of course, between Cancun, Los Cabos, those are the main places that I've been. I have had the opportunity to go to other places, Paris, Greece, all those places, I mean, for very reasonable price. Never got a chance to go because when I've made up my mind and I'm ready to venture out further, that's when COVID hit. That's why I can't wait till next year. So I try to get out. Okay, I gotta <laughs> say something. I gotta say something. No, listen. So, what? so, so, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, because the audience, wait a minute, the audience don't know, but I know. I love the way you leaned in to, to tell me about that price. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> when you said reason, see, they don't know you leaned in when you. <laughs> Yeah. So the price that normally people would pay for all-inclusive resort, you may can only do that once a year, you know. And I was able to go three times in one year. Like, I went in June, back in July, and then again in December. And that Lost Cabo was just woo, awesome. It was, that, <laughs> it was at the Hard Rock, and we were just, like, treated like kings and queens. And then, you know, they have the, the walk-in bars. So I, I only, I, I'm not going to drink it per se, but I did drink my little mud slide. But <laughs> <laughs> it was just, I'm telling you, it was just like, it just blows my, it just blowing my mind. Just Okay, so to I gotta sell you out. I gotta sell you out a little bit. I gotta sell what? you out, because I think you gotta keep it real. I gotta sell how, what what the audience don't know that I know, so I got to tell the secret is that <laughs> the travel club that you joined gave you an opportunity to participate as a like you know someone who can sell the product. Am I am I correct? Yeah, yeah. But even though you found this travel club, it gave you a chance to travel. There are a lot of travel clubs and products out there that mm -hmm. give you the opportunity to do this. So they try to impress you because they want you. To, they want you to tell everybody else about it. Yeah, they want. It, it's it's telling people about it. But the reason why this particular idea was good for me because I have no desire to be a travel agent, and it was more like inviting people into the company but you don't book trips for anybody else it's solely for me mm. so it's, it's not about like oh let me book your trip for you no 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 that, I, all it was is you book your, your trip and they take care of everything for you and you just arrive and go you can give people to to join your team but they're not travel agents either we're just all travelers so it's a, it's a little bit different. Where do you see yourself going in the near future? Like you said, in 2022, you're going to be traveling. What destinations yeah. do you plan on hitting? I would love to go to Paris. I would love to go to uh, Greece. Just somewhere that I haven't been, really. Yeah. But I have to be secure in knowing that this virus and everything has passed. Is, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be just going somewhere just to say, you know, I'm going. It has to be safe. I you know, know that's but, right. I want to be safe too. Okay, so yeah. in simple terms, what do you feel that travel or traveling has brought to your life? Travel has brought joy to my life, excitement to my life, um, just open, broaden my mind. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. With all this stuff, I don't know if I should go here, but you asked. So with all the things that's going on in America, yeah, 
especially for our people. Mm -hmm. What travel has done for me is open my mind, broaden my horizons. And like I tell my mom, I don't understand why we stayed someplace where we weren't wanted. Mm. And I said, they try to tell us that this is the best place, nothing better. Every place else is just this, that, or whatever. But when you go out and you travel the world, you see things, you know, have I found somewhere where I think that I can live? No, I haven't because I haven't been to a lot of places. But I also know that I grew up in Detroit, right across the street from Canada. I've been to Canada. I can't even tell you how many times. Yeah. It looks just like America, you know. Right. And so for us to put in our minds that there's nowhere else for us to go now, I really don't believe that, you know. And so yeah. I can. Once I moved here to Texas, I tell you, I feel like I can move anywhere. And that's my story. And I'm sticking to it. I know that's right. I'm just all these fireworks going on in my background. I'm, I'm sure that you can hear them too. But um, that's that's interesting what you're saying because you're right. We tend to, you know, limit ourselves and we shouldn't. And you, the different mm -hmm. cultures, you get a chance to have a deeper mm -hmm. understanding when mm -hmm. you go and you travel. And that's the one thing that I try to do. So a lot of places when Dr. Ego traveling, she likes to go and just check out different cultures, mm -hmm. the food, you know, understanding, you know, just... Um, the lifestyle, you know, I like to see where people are living, you know. Yes. And so a lot of people, even when they do travel, they don't like to get all into that. You know, they try to stay, you know, keep it safe. And of course, I want to keep it safe, but I also want to mingle with, yes. with the people too, you know, which yes. is kind of the coolest thing. Well, it doesn't sound like, I'm going to ask you, but it doesn't sound like you have any regrets when it, you know, comes to retiring. Is there anything you would have done differently? I wish I would have saved a little bit more money. But again, that wasn't going to be my deciding factor. One thing that I always told the people that worked with me that was around my age or was coming up behind me to retire and wasn't sure, or it's like some people want to work more years so they can get more money on the other, you know, once they retire, they get more money on their check. Yeah. My thing is always do the math. Mm -hmm. When you do the math, if you say, okay, I'm this age, because we could, at, um, working for the government, you can retire 30, 55. So you're 55 years old, 30 years of service. Well, I wasn't 55, but I had 35 years of service. So that helped me to be able to just go ahead and go. You do the math. And if the math shows you, if you stay, you might get an extra $100, $150 on your check, but they're going to take most of that intact. Yeah. So if you leave today and you only leaving back $50, $100, is it worth you to stay? If it's worth you to stay for that little money, if that, that amount of money means more to you than leaving it, then stay. But if you do the math and you see that you rather have more time, whether it's for your grandchildren, whether it's for travel, whether it's just to live your life while you can, then go. But it's right. it's not an easy decision, but it's a personal decision. But you have to know your why. With anything that you're doing in life, you have to know your why. Why are you going to stay or why are you going to leave? And that makes it just simple. I know people that started with me that's my age and older that are still there. I would have had over 42 years in by now. Right. They're still there. They have maxed out their retirement and they're still there. For whatever reason, yeah. I don't know, you know, yeah. but it's a personal decision. That goes back to what I was saying about a lot of times people don't know what else that they would do. That's one. And the other part about it is you have to be careful about who all you have leaning on you because people can stop you, you know, yeah. not only in waiting on them 
to travel with you, but just in the fact of them making you a part of their life plan. And you have to be careful about them living their life and then living your life also where you don't get a chance to live your life. You know, exactly. So is, you know, so time, sometimes you look at people and they stand at jobs because of everybody else. It's mm -hmm. like because you know, mama and them, daddy and them, cousin and them, brother, sister and them mm -hmm. need me, and so mm -hmm. we have to be mindful. You know that they they made whatever decisions they've made in life. You know, and yep. please, I'm definitely not saying don't help your mama, but please, cause please help your mama. But you know, <laughs> you still have to set whatever boundaries you need in order to get yourself in there, also. You know, yes. one of the things that I want to bring up is just, um, you know, because I don't believe that you have to necessarily wait, you know, until retirement to travel. You know, I mm -mm. believe that people should travel today because like me and you discussed before, we never know when our last moments, of, you know, on earth will be here. So, you know, I think that if we can just deal with the fear of traveling and learn how to travel today. And I think that, you know, if people come up with a plan to travel. You know, mm -hmm. it is talking to people who have already been there, uh, mm -hmm. learning, you know, what it what to look forward to, I think is, you know, good. You know, um, if you do have people that you can ask, if you tell them ahead of time and you can plan, you know, the trip together, you know. Right. Um, even if we're talking financial, if you budget or, you know, cruises let you pay on it prior to pulling out if you, you know, book in advance. Right. I think all of those things are important. And I think that if you plan, you know, whether you're retirement or not, you can get an opportunity in, to travel today and you don't, have yes. to, you don't have to wait to do so, you know. And also, even if it's not a travel group per se or it's not labeled that, you know, you can meet other people out that like mm -hmm. to travel also and create your own group. And I think, you know, we tend to think we have to stick with what we, what and who we know when we got opportunity to learn and know new people and new things. So right. I think we can't be afraid also, even though socialization can also be a factor for a lot of people. So, but I think if you plan, I think that no matter what, whether it is for retirement or not, I mm -hmm. think that you can get up and you can go today. So I want to ask you, is there anything else you feel that the audience need to know? Um, Dr. E, what I was thinking about as you were talking, I think about when my daughter graduated from high school and what I gave her for her present was luggage. Mm. I told her, travel the world, you know, don't get stuck. Because where we come from, as meaning Black people back in my time or my parents' time, we didn't do a lot of travel. You know, I would take my kids certain places, but you mostly it was you get there by car, you know. And you seeing and family, so, and you going to just see family. You ain't right. seeing nothing spectacular. Right. You're looking at them same old exactly. folks that you exactly. were raised up with or you ain't seen in a minute, staying at, at their house, you know. Right. Yeah. And so you have to purpose to break that cycle, yeah. you know. And that's what I did, you know. There's so much more out here to life than what we have been exposed to. Like me getting on a plane by myself and going flying anywhere I choose to go, my mother would never do that. I got to add on. I got to add on to that to say that do you know how hard it is for those individuals who have put in, as far as life is concerned, and 
possibly could financially afford to take family members, you know, mama and dad and uncle and aunties somewhere nice and they will not go. Do you know how frustrating and how hard that is to try to pull them out to say, hey, I got you. Let me show you something different. I think that goes back to what you say, you know, what you were talking about in reference to the mindset. What's up with y'all? Yeah. They don't, they don't trust, you know, it's all, they don't trust the airplane. It's, it's got to be something. (laughs) You had to laugh. What you mean? You had to laugh about it. Well, we look, but young people, you know, younger, the younger generation is actually having a lot of trouble with that also. And I think it's just really the fear of of the unknown because we And, you know, it's interesting because I met somebody from overseas from another country and she said, you know, the stuff they sell y'all on TV is not even what it is. And I'm like, what you mean? They talking about send send 50 cents, send a dollar. They said, it ain't even like that over there. They was like, it's people over there that have riches. We ain't missing anything. And (laughs) y'all sending $2.25 a day. (laughs) Right. So she said, you know, but since you don't know and you, since you're afraid to go, you don't know. So, So I guess the main thing, if I want to say anything in reference to this message, it's like, don't be afraid to go. You don't know. You mm-hmm. don't know. And you won't yeah. know. You won't know. If you're afraid to go. To go. All yeah. right, Debbie. I, I, let me tell you, I appreciate yes. you co-hosting this episode with me. I think that is so awesome. And I love your perspective. And I thought it was important. You know, again, this was, you know, a season where people are traveling on the world right now because of the holidays. And also, there's a lot of people think about, hey, we at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people who are thinking about putting their notices in to retire and they, they shaky about it. It's shaky. <laughs> you know? But you know what, Dr. E? After COVID, after a year of being in the house, hopefully and prayerfully, people have changed their mind. Hopefully, they are open to doing things that they never thought they was going to do before. Nothing changes unless something changes. Yes. And we had an opportunity to sit back and reanalyze our lives and make a decision, see some things. You only get one life. Live it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not just telling them to make a decision. We saying put some action with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you very much again for coming out. I appreciate you very much. Hopefully we have inspired people to not only think about what they want to do, but actually do what they do think it. about doing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yes, thank you boy. very much. And hopefully you'll come back. I don't know. Share some more of your knowledge with us real quick. The company that you are dealing with in reference to product and you're traveling, because I know everybody like, well, what's she doing? What's she doing? Dr. E, she ain't, you ain't told us what she's doing. Tell, just before we leave, go ahead and tell us a little bit about that. Okay. So like I said before, I, I'm not going to mention the old company, but the new company and our travel will be Club Secret. And they are getting everything together. They have some of it is already up and running, but they're bringing in more and more each month. And so it's just another eye-opening opportunity for me um, that when I retired, I never saw myself going this way. But when I tell you my personal development has just grown and I'm looking forward to the future with this club secret and what we're going to do. So, all right, uh, club secret. Yeah. There it is. Club secret. All yeah. right. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. And until next time. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Encouraging Your Dreams with Dr. Eastland. If you would like to reach out to Dr. Eastland, please email her at info at guidingcreativeminds.org. We also encourage you to follow Dr. Eastland on both.